welcome to the first episode of the Kingston Richmond Youth Council Youth Voice Podcast. As a youth council, we work in the boroughs of Kingston and Richmond to make sure that the voices and opinions of young people are heard. We're a group of about 10 democratically elected young people who aim to run projects in the local area to make sure that we can have a positive impact on the local community. This is the first episode of a series of podcasts that we're recording over the next year and they all focus on important issues for young people, ranging from things like climate change to teenage relationships to youth centres. I'm Isabella and I'm hosting the episode today which is on climate change. Our guest today is Joe, who is the UK Youth Parliament representative for Richmond. So Joe, what does this mean? The Youth Parliament is a nationwide uh, grouping of young people and we all discuss key issues for young people. Yes, yeah, so we basically just represent uh, young people as MPs represent adults. So it's a great forum for discussion and for debate over the key issues affecting us today. That sounds really interesting. And you're also an active climate change campaigner, aren't you? Yeah, I've, um, I was involved in the climate strikes back last year before COVID happened. And also in the borough, I've uh, helped organise the Youth Climate Summit with uh, Sir David Attenborough, which was a massive honour. Um, yeah, so both uh, locally and also trying to campaign nationally as well. And what do you think are the key issues around saving water and energy, for example? I think energy efficient goods and water efficient goods are really critical in the, to sort of limit our, our uh, carbon output, because I think in a way this is something we can do on a personal level. And, you know, if you go to the shop and you see the two different products, you can make the decision to purposely limit your carbon emissions right right there at the point of the you know at the checkout and i think it's really powerful to have that impact um personally a lot of issues you can't really do that but with, with these you know just of, with what in what you buy is a um a real sort of strength of what you can you know impact the whole sort of um environment and protecting it and how do you think we could save water and energy for example well, it's also this is also a, a personal thing. So you could just have shorter showers, you know, switch your lights off if you're not in the room, and all these things do make a difference. Because if everyone started to do it, we'd be in a much better place. And do you think that young people know enough about this issue? No, I think there should be more education in schools. But I do think you ca- can find out about all these issues online, and I think there are great resources, you know, on the BBC, and I think in in uh you know climate change in general you know there's some really really great documentaries out there to just sort of learn about the whole environment and everything going on around you and with the kind of point of documentaries are there any that you might recommend that people should watch well anything with david atom was always going to be good and what do you think that we could do at home to help with these because obviously when people watch David Attenborough documentaries, we realise that we are having an impact on these species and we do need to save them. So what do you think we can do at home to help with these things? Well, something which comes to mind is, the is for example, recycling. And in terms of, you know, making sure that your goods aren't going into landfill, but they're going to be reused and 
I mean, I think especially recycling is an issue. It's not only the sort of disposal and the reusal of goods, but it's also how you purchase the goods. Because if if you are you know apply more care and sort of precision to what you're going to buy, you can make sure that you don't end up throwing it away so soon. So it's it's finding you know being really specific with what you want to get, uh, making sure what you want to get you know is something going to keep. And if you do have to get rid of rid of it for some reason, you are recycling it instead of just sort of chucking it into landfill and ending up on one of the beaches in a different country and another one of the issues that young people might experience as well as buying stuff and using stuff is through transport so many people use public transport so getting the bus to school for example and of course we take the planes and things to enjoy holidays but should we be worried about our impacts with transport, about air quality? I think transport's another issue where we, you know, young people can definitely have an impact on, on their own carbon emissions. Um, I think for sure the, the best way is to, you know, walk or cycle because that, then you're, de- you're limiting your amount of carbon emissions to the minimum. But, you know, that's obviously you know, can't always be the case because, you know, if someone asked me to get like halfway across the country i'm not likely just to walk so so public transport again is great and i think in a way i would i would say there's a sort of hierarchy in like how you should go about it so you know firstly see if you can walk or cycle so if you're going to the you know into let's say richmond or kingston and you're meeting up with your friends you know can, can you walk the distance you know it also provides exercise which is great and then if, you, if that's not possible if it's further than that you know can you take public transport instead of taking a car or, um, you know, a, a petrol uh, emitting good? <laughs> um, or, and if that's not possible, can you share a car with someone and can you make a journey with someone else to stop you know, so many cars going to the same place? And if you sort of, I guess, if you apply that sort of philosophy or um, system, you should end up limiting your carbon emissions sort of inherently just through the decisions you make and um yeah i think that that's something which which i i like to to do when I, if i'm ever going outside <laughs> if it's not locked down yeah and before lockdown when you were walking around and things did you ever use things like the gla planner or things like walking one road back to decrease the impacts of poor air quality on your own health for sure. I mean, I think air pollution is really something in London which has been really, really bad in um, in recent years, for sure. And I do think just taking one road off the main and you know staying near green spaces can have a massive Im- impact on your on your health. And the GLA um, Clean Air Route Plan is a great resource to help you uh, go about that. And for people who perhaps don't know what the GLA GLA Planner is, how do you think you would describe it to them? I'd describe it as a um, as a website um, or or an application which allows you to find the best route to a given location uh, with the with the sort of going through the lens of air pollution. So if you want to maintain the you know a low air low air pollution, so I'm I'm really confusing this, but um, it's not that um, it's not that complex. It's quite a simple app, but um, but yeah, just in a way, the fastest route with air pollution sort of taken into account, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. So 
as well as, of course, going to school before, of course, we're all going back to home learning and everything. When you were at school in your college, so when you were having lunch in the canteen, what do you think they could have been doing better with the waste of recycling there? I mean, like I said before, I think recycling is key. and I think it's always good when colleges and schools uh, provide recycling bins and, um, you know, the appropriate sort of uh, ways to recycle your goods. And I do, I th- I, I, I'm lucky to go to a college which does do that. And I mean, if you don't, if you don't go to a school which has, you know, recycling or um, a recycling sort of bin or anything, firstly, um, you could sort of talk to the te- a teacher at your school about it because, you know, schools should re- really be playing their part in this, in the fight against climate change. But also, um, you know, if that's not possible, which it may not be, but you can also take your rubbish home and then dispose of it in, you know, your own recycling bins. And how well do you think schools in general are doing? You mentioned that you think your college is doing quite well with it, but what do you think about schools in general? Are they doing enough? Well, I think it's quite difficult to... Um, to answer that because every school is doing stuff differently uh i think i I go to isha college which is just outside kingston and isha college has a dedicated environment officer and also someone who's the eco sustainability officer on the student union so we do have at isha quite an environmental focus but i do know my old school um we didn't have as much environment environmental focus so i guess it's all it differs throughout the borough and i think it would be hard to make a sweeping judgment but i do think there is more to be done borough wide and um, you know um, uh, through both kingston and richmond and what do you think students can do to make sure that their schools take appropriate steps to helping with these issues well students can always speak uh within the their own school councils and also to the teacher at their school who is responsible for it or alternatively they could come to the kingston and richmond youth council and bring up their point uh, points and arguments there. And um, KRYC is a great, great, um, you know, group of young people who can promote change. And I think that's really, really, um, it's really positive. And I think it, uh, we can definitely help you out. And I guess another issue as well as in schools, another important part about life for a young person might be going shopping. So we know that certain shops might have fast fashion and we know this obviously has large impacts both on the communities that work in these industries and for the environment so how do you think that we can start shopping more sustainably uh like i like i said before i think it's really really critical to look at all the products you're buying through the lens of the of our environment and i think firstly like um you know, looking about looking at the, whether you're going to keep the product for a long time, if you're going to, you know, throw it out the next week. Um, how, you know, is it like a high quality product? Is it something which is going to last for a while? And if you take this all into account, it really it changes how you look at goods and products, um, but also means that you, you know, you, you will limit your climate impact. And I think also, you know, if you if you want to look at a particular shop name and type in fast fashion afterwards and just see if they've got any sort of uh, allegations or anything just see what's going on online with the news and you know see see how that impacts uh, your decision because i think if if you take all those factors into account 
it does definitely mean that you will change your habits, but for the better. And sort of linking to that, if someone were to want to get something new, but wanted to make sure they didn't get something completely new, so they did limit their impact, what do you think is a good idea? So should people be going to charity shops and using secondhand sites like Depop, for example? For sure, for sure. I think it, they're, they're bo- both charity shops and Depop are great ways to get clothes and also w- without sort of um, promoting you know, fast fashion. Instead, you know, goods which last a while. Like, and that's what you find on those, in, those, um, in, in both charity shops and on Depop. And I guess kind of more about your own work. What do you think it is that got you into campaigning about the climate in the first place? Um, well, I think so, uh, definitely on a local level, uh, I feel very, very proud to live in the in a borough which has got the, you know the biggest parks in London. And just walking about, especially let's say Richmond Park, um, I went on the cycle there this morning, and you just see all the nature around you. You feel a connection with it, and when you you know you hear all the stuff on the news that it's all in danger it does definitely sort of wake you up um and i think we're, we're so lucky to have not only richmond park but also bushy park in our local area um that we you know we have a duty to sort of maintain it and make sure that it doesn't doesn't um you know doesn't get destroyed by by climate change coming so i think on a local level just being you know within nature really really is sort of put me in like a connection with with our environment and what do you think's been the most exciting part of your climate change campaigning so far i know that you met david attenborough and did a q a with him at a climate change conference which was joint run by us at the kingston richmond youth council with over 160 students across richmond so what do you think about the opportunities you've had as a climate change campaigner I think that event was amazing. Uh, another one which which comes to mind is the um, I was uh, very very proud to represent Richmond in the House of Commons sitting, um, and I I, uh, I put through a motion for protect the environment, and it was the one which came on top throughout the whole country, which was a real uh, real honour to you know create the bill, you know get it voted on, and then at the end um, start our own campaign. It, in favour of protecting our environment. And with your work with the UK Youth Parliament, what do you think's been the most exciting part of it so far? You said that you were speaking in the House of Commons, so do you want to say more about that? Sure. Um, so the, in the House of Commons sittings ha- sitting happens once a year, and it's where every local authority sends one representative, and we all meet in the House of Commons. So you've got people from, you know, Shetland and Scotland and people from Cornwall together in one in one hall debating issues for young people and it's such a powerful um, day where you know you, I, I, I've made some really great friends from across the country and it's um, we, we've we've really I'm, I'm really proud to say that you know we are making positive change for young people. And would you recommend other people to take that opportunity if they have the chance to? For sure, it's it's been the best decision in my life. For sure, I've enjoyed it so much, and um, not only the UK Youth Parliament but also the KIYC. It's been amazing, and I think I 
I'd really encourage any young uh, people, uh, any young person, sorry, um, interested in getting involved, you know, contact, um, you know, the at KROC at the moment, you know, ask about what 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 we do, and also about the next elections for um, getting elected. And if a young person were to be really inspired by what they've heard today, what do you think the most important piece of information for them to take away would be? I think. In general, the whole sort of um, philosophy of just thinking about the climate in every decision that you make. So, like I said before, if it's when you're going into the shops and you're looking at different energy efficient goods, or if you're you're meeting your friends and you're wondering how you're going to travel there, or if you're, um, you know, if you're taking the route that you're walking and just taking the one road off the main to, um, you know, make sure that you have less air pollution, and um, you know, making sure that you recycle stuff that you you, you've um, finish with the server putting in the landfill and i think that whole sort of philosophy if every young person did that in um you know in, i mean in the world we've been a really great situation um a lot better than we are now so just taking the climate into into account is a really really uh positive way to you know uh make a change on and um, protect our environment Thank you very much for your time today. It was really interesting to hear you and I know that you're busy with everything and we all do really appreciate your time. And if anyone listening to this has felt inspired to make a difference to your area, we are running some funding grants for climate change projects. So if you want to get involved with that and apply for funding to set up your own project in the borough of Richmond, then please email us at info at kingstonrichmondyouthcouncil.org.uk um, there's no and between the kingston richmond it's info at kingstonrichmondyouthcouncil.org.uk and you'll be able to apply for some funding for some projects and to implement these to make a difference and also if you want to have more information about getting involved with things like the youth council or become a member of youth parliament yourself like joe then also feel free to email us. So thank you once again, Joe, for your time. We really appreciate it. And thank you for listening. Our next episode is going to be on youth centres and is going to be out in March or April. So if you're listening to this before then, watch the space for more podcasts. And if you're listening to this in March or April 2021 or onwards, it's already available so you can listen to it now. So once again, thank you very much and goodbye.